what is up? Welcome back to another episode of Shell's Corner. Today's a very exciting episode. I have my sister here with me, um, and we are also dog-sitting. Um, we have a medically needy Great Dane, um, a African Basenji, and um, a Irish Wolfhound puppy. Um, and if you don't know any of those breeds, two are huge. Um, the Irish Wolfhound the other day came to come and get settled in for dog sitting and she tried to jump on me and um i gotta say i'm like five eight and she's towering over me (laughs) so um pretty fun stuff they are um a rambunctious bunch from time to time so if you hear any um pup noises that is what's going on um and then do you want to introduce yourself yeah um i'm lissa i'm Michelle's sister, and um, I think she's talking to me today because I am an elder emo, um, and everybody's kind of been breaking down their identification into those groups, so I'm definitely, definitely elder. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, um, for sure. When would you say your interest in the scene started? Um, so, totally dating myself here. Um, way back when I was like 12. Um, I actually like in a very typical way, um, started my interest in that kind of music with Nirvana. Um, I was listening to, you know, I listened to whatever my parents listened to. Um, and I loved, like, I was obsessed with, uh, Dangerous by Michael Jackson. And, um, then my brother got Nirvana's album, Nevermind. And I was like, you know what, can I borrow that? And overnight, everything changed and I just was hooked. I went grunge, then I went kind of further into like the metal edge of grunge and then kind of into like punk light. I was never into hardcore punk, just kind of like <laughs> skater, pop punk, that kind of stuff. Sure. Um, but yeah, that's that's where it started. It was, it was all, all our brother's fault. <laughs> oh, so we have him to thank for all of our like credit card debt for concert tickets? Yes. Okay, yes, cool. It is. We can actually, I think we can legally, you know, pursue him for... Something for, for sure. Recompense. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, what were your first experiences like at concerts? Um, my first concerts really were we were either like in like nosebleed seats at Lawler Event Center, which is in um in Reno where we grew up. Um, so we were never like in the pit. Um, and like our first concert we went to was this huge, well, back then, um, it was this big, like festival thing with one of the local radio stations. There were six bands playing and Bush was headlining. Um, and that like, that was the closest we could get to grunge (laughs) at that time because, um, all the others were kind of dying out at that point or playing in places that we couldn't go. But so I was really far away in those ones. And then my experience with smaller shows really came from being in, um, like church groups, Okay. And so there was a lot of like the Christian punk bands and stuff, local bands, and we'd go and see them. So a lot of these took place like in churches or yeah. random basements and stuff like that. And um, those mosh pits were actually pretty intense. <laughs> Who would have thought? Yeah. Um, that's very cool. I didn't know. Um, I didn't realize that it was involved um, with the church. That's. Yeah. Story. Yeah. There was and actually the church that we went to at the time was really. Um, really progressive in terms of music like the youth group it was routinely like like hardcore like punk style or screaming or stuff like that and um that's kind of what what got got us into it like me me and my brother um 
was going to that because it wasn't like it was music that we could stand because the, the church that our parents went or our mom went to was like I, I couldn't handle that music anymore <laughs> that's very valid um cool well um you have a very unique experience here with growing up and being an active part of the scene that was like forming in early years um and seeing like the beginnings of like bands that were coming up that helped shape bands that are big names today. Um, how would you say the difference is now compared to say 20 years ago? Um, you know, there's, there's like, there's a lot of differences. Obviously I'll go over there. A lot of things that are the same though, too. Mm -hmm. So, um, I, it definitely feels a little bit safer now. Um, coming off of like the end of the late eighties, early nineties, like hair metal, very misogynistic, very, sexist rock scene um so these bands like like you know younger bands that we were listening to like like Deftones is the first one that comes to mind or I never saw Limp Bizkit in concert but bands like that um <laughs> they they kind of had some of that still going on not Deftones so much but like the the I'll just say it white bands um <laughs> like, I'm just going there um they were kind of like that that there was like you know bring your knee pads if you want to meet them after the show um God. so that was still a lot part of the culture um you could expect to be like pawed at a little bit um and it was it, yeah it was very like chicks and rock and roll and drugs and all of that so um mm, gross yeah so nowadays I mean like there's still a little bit of that but it's just like it's a lot more respectful, it feels like. There's a lot more caring and concern within the community. Sure. And there always has been on the individual level. Level Like, I love that when I go to concerts now, I can still see. Um, I used to call them the pit watchers back in the day. <laughs> there were always these big, random metalhead dudes mm. who, like, would stand on the edge of the circle pits and, like, push off the guys who were just being ridiculous and, like, hitting people and punching people and doing all of that. And they'd stand between them and then the people who are just kind of moshing just to kind of like bump, it, bump into each other and dance <laughs> and keep everybody safe. And those guys are still still there. Oh, they're, for sure. And I think they're probably the still still the same guys, honestly. still the same guys. <laughs> Many a pit watcher has saved me from a bloody nose. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Me too. <laughs> um, cool. That's, yeah. Yeah, I would say that that's, I feel pretty safe in this scene, I would say. Um with that in mind, do you do you think that like the internet age has contributed to the changes in the scene? What other changes have you seen as a result? Oh, absolutely. I um we were just starting to get into looking at um, you know, social media stuff. I mean, like MySpace was beginning as I was like taking a hiatus from the scene, so to speak. Um, so there wasn't like that kind of like everything was traditional um marketing like i mean i remember going with the bands that i hung out with and printing hundreds of flyers and taking them everywhere going to the local state skate shops and leaving a stack and hanging them on you know light poles and um <laughs> one thing we did that was really fun um we used to uh make little stickers this was a band that my brother was in and so <laughs> i would go to concerts and like their thing they were always trying to get their sticker on like you know, the gear at the venue or the band's gear or whatever. I took these teeny tiny ones and I stickered 
people. <laughs> I walked through the crowd and I'd accidentally bump into somebody and be like, oops. And so people had these random band stickers on them at shows that I went to because that was how we marketed. Um, rumor has it, I'm not sure if it's true or not, but rumor has it that one of the bands that I know that was able to stick their sticker on a police car <laughs> at oh my one God. point. So I don't know, but that, oh. that was the kind of thing that we did. Like that was how you got the word out that you were having a concert, you know, you yeah. didn't think you didn't send a Facebook invite. Um, sure. yeah. so there was no Twitter. Yeah. And then, and so that kind of made, I mean, like in that way, music is more accessible now, but also in the sense of like being able to find more music, being able to find concerts to see and find venues to go to is like, you know, when you didn't have that internet connection, it was like, you know, the, the only games in town were, you know, you know Del Mar or, Oh, I can't remember that one. Rail, railway, used to be the railway casino or something like that. Anyway. Oh, I don't even know. I, I never <laughs> went to these venues. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there were these, you know, there were a couple venues in town and it was like you saw the same, like maybe 10 local bands play there all the time. And then sure. if there was a larger band coming into town, it was either at like the side bar of the Livestock Event Center. It was at Lawler. And you, that's where you saw the bigger bands. But there wasn't like this, like any night of the week, not right now, obviously, <laughs> but any night of the week in, in, in Seattle, especially like I could find somewhere to go and find a show and probably really enjoy myself, but it was like really few and far between. So it was like a really special occasion when we got to yeah. go do it before. You know? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I felt that growing up in Reno too. Um, cause like my experience was a little different. The venues were, we had the alley and the knit the knitting factory, which we just referred to as the knit because God forbid we say that many syllables. Right, right. No, <laughs> you, you don't. You just don't. You're not, it's not cool to use as many syllables as possible, except for when you're naming a song title. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was kind of the same thing. The alley was like, we could go see all of our friends who were playing at the alley. I can't count how many times I ended up at the alley just to see someone. I mean, the knit too, that was pretty good for for local bands but that's where all the big bands went was the knitting factory mm-hmm. and like it was an event if we con- when a concert happened i mean they were i think probably more frequent by the time i started going to shows than when you were but mm-hmm. yeah yeah um sweet um so i'm not gonna out your age i'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> you, you <can> <laughs> um, all right well as someone who's in their 30s what is it like when you're going to shows now obviously we're not going to shows right now because there's the rona afoot but um when you were when we were going to shows before the pandemic like what is it what's your experience like now um some things have changed mostly because of my my age and infirmity <laughs> <laughs> When you get past the age of 30, things just don't work the way that they used to. So like jumping up and down is, it's, it's, it's a hard time. Um, I manage it for a couple of bands. There are some bands that I am definitely like front and center in, in the pit for. I don't, I'm not much of a like traditional mosher in the sense of hitting and punching and kicking and all no of that. No two steps but... for you? <laughs> no two steps for me. Um, no wall of death. Never, never been a part of one. Never will. I just really, I think that's one I want to do. I think that now that when the pandemic's over, I think the first thing I'm going to do is throw myself into I a might, wall of death. I might. I have a lot of pent up aggression right now. <laughs> Um, but so just the simple fact of being older and heavier and all that makes it harder to participate in the same way that I did when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is kind of like, there is kind of like a, a status yeah. to being older. I mean, I don't, I don't look 
that much older. True. But um, when I talk to people, like, I, I can't, um, I went to, I think it was a slaves show a few years ago and um, ended up sitting on the side of, like, but they, they didn't own the fun house at that point. It was still just all the El Cortison. Um, but so I was sitting with random people at a table, like me and my friend were sitting and these other people joined us. And so of course we started talking and we were all talking about like shows that we had seen and bands that we'd, that we'd gone to see before. And I mentioned that I had seen Deftones like multiple times and in small venues. And it was like, it was like this badge of honor. Like you've seen them like in person, you've been to one of their concerts and was like oh, yeah I have I go as often as I can because they're amazing um so there is like there's a little bit of cred there um and being able to do that but then there's also the part of where you just feel really old because you can't stay in the pit the whole time or because you're standing in line outside and the people on either side of you are talking about how if they um spend a little bit more time they're gonna let her in track <laughs> and you're like I'm <laughs> what i'm doing with my friday night <laughs> hanging out with high schoolers it's so oh, weird yeah i i mean i'm not i'm not that much older than the high schoolers but i know that the couple of times i've heard people talking about it lately i'm like oh no <laughs> what's, <I'm- laughs> yeah what's really fun to see is to recognize like myself and my friends in the groups mm-hmm. that are at shows like i can watch you know watching drama unfold i love watching people um and I can watch and be like, okay, so that girl is, she's going to go over there. She's going to talk to that guy because she's super interested in him. <laughs> but now she's going back to her friend and look, and now they're going into the bathroom because they're going to have a deep conversation about every single word that he said and analyze every bit of it. And, you know, looking to it, the, like, because I still dress for shows, oh, you know, for sure. and, and thinking about how much we all try to act like we don't do that. <laughs> but like, we do. Like, I don't know about you, but I don't wear black lipstick every day. But I will for a show. So obviously I put this on just for this. But like the attitude is so, and it was, it was when I was younger too. But it's so like, oh yeah, I'm too cool to be here. And I'm like, yeah, but you put on your corset, honey. So like, <laughs> you're really, you really wanted to be here. And you really, and the tickets were like $50. So. You had to like make a choice to be here. <laughs> yeah, it was an active effort to come. And I just wish like we would stop like trying to be so cool all the time. Like it's much more fun when we all kind of geek out together, I yeah. think. Oh, for sure. I, I, um... I definitely went through the phase of like, oh, I'm so elite. Look at me stand in the back and enjoy myself. And I'm just like so better than everyone else. And I'm dressed super cute. Um, but I would rather, I would like, I, I, not that I don't put an effort into my appearance still going to a show, but I would rather be in something like comfortable, something that makes me feel like I'm going to have a good time and like be involved, like jumping around. Oh goodness. There goes one of the dogs now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I get that too. Like I, when I was, much younger it was definitely more for the hotness factor or whatever oh um, yeah or and depending on the band too like i went and saw lacuna coil with a, with one of my best friends and of course it was like fishnets and long skirts yeah, well, and you corsets can't and everything roll up in jeans yeah no we do not concert. we sim- it simply isn't done but nowadays it is more so like i plan things around like i, I wear my comfortable shoes <laughs> because mm. i know i'm gonna be dancing around and stuff like i'm not even gonna pretend that i can handle you know four and a half hours or You've whatever got the flannel wrapped around your waist because you know it's gonna be cold outside when you leave and you uh-huh. don't want to be like well and plus i need to hide the fanny pack <laughs> yes, yes i am that girl i wear the fanny pack to shows now and i hide it and i really wish that i didn't have to but it is so much handier than carrying a purse oh, or no, than trying man. to stick everything in my bra man. or whatever they used to do when i was young like no i'm yeah. man no um for sure the yeah i reject a purse i reject a purse <laughs> 
<laughs> absolutely no no purses um yeah um when are they gonna make girls pants that like can just hold our phones and my id without freaking slipping out oh right that'll Especially, be the like dream. the second you start walking they just slide slide right out, out yeah that's you terrible. can't stick it in your back pocket because people are pressed up against you and you never know when they're gonna grab it or not and usually people in the scene are not stealing from each other but there are those people who go to events specifically to do shady stuff mm. so they you can't always be protected they put that. a they put a layer an extra layer on crowd killing by <laughs> just rolling up and taking our goods yeah um, yeah backtracking to the appearance stuff i know you and i have talked about this um how do you feel about the, how do you feel about people showing up in the shirt of the band that's playing oh oh that was simply not done <laughs> it was not done that was the biggest faux pas you don't wear the shirt of the band that you're going to see what you do is when you get there you buy a shirt of that band and you tuck it into your belt or your waistband or something mm-hmm. and then you wear it to the next one yes. that you go to yes um nowadays that's like not <laughs> like everybody wears the shirt of the band that they're seeing and i i actually heard um i had a you know, online friend or whatever um, from a different country. And she was saying that it's other countries. It's actually like rude not to be rude to wear a shirt of, you know, say crown the empire. If you were going to see, I don't know. Taking back Sunday is the first thing that came. Yeah, sure. Taking back Sunday. Like it would be considered rude. Like you should be wearing a taking back Sunday shirt. So it was like interesting to learn that there's like cultural differences as well for that. But I mean, the age thing is definitely a thing. I would never do that. I actually don't even wear band tees to shows anymore because I want to look cute. I wear band tees to be comfy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's the goal for sure. Um, is there anything that we haven't touched on that you want to talk about? Um, you know, just like really wanted to say like how much, how much, how impressed I am with the, um, the changes that have happened in the scene, the positive ones. I mean, obviously there are still issues, um, very weekly Twitter apology (laughs) threads, weekly, weekly. (laughs) Um, but it is, it does feel so much safer and it really has become so much more about welcoming each other. And like the bands always really push that about like, you know, when, when someone falls in the pit, you're going to pick them up. Like these are your friends. We're here because, because we're outcasts because people don't this like is us. A family. Because... Pick up your brother. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> and so the bands were always on that, but it's like this, this group that goes to shows now, um, they're definitely more focused on, on, doing that on supporting each other and you can see it in like all of these nonprofits that have come out of the music scene and yeah. it's like you know people are really and the band's getting involved with it they're really practicing what they preach by going through <laughs> and um you know making sure that we are taking care of each other and that we are taking care of the fringes of society and that you know going back to a traditional you know punk roots and mm-hmm. being about being anti-establishment and and I just, I think it's beautiful <laughs> and, yeah, it's and I love all of that. And it's really nice to be able to go and know that I'm going to be respected and, mm-hmm. um, yeah. 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 Well, yeah. thank you for sitting and chatting with me. Um, I'm very sorry if the dog noises were distracting. I know we've got a puppy ringing a bell. Um, uh-huh. and it's not even cause she needs anything. She's just bored. Yep. <laughs> yes, she is. Uh, so we're going to go play with these puppies. Uh, thank you for tuning in and I will catch you guys in two weeks.